Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast and going to change things up and I'm still trying to figure out, is this a good thing or bad thing that this is a rarity? But I just want to spend a little amount of time so I don't foresee this one being that long, but just offering up a congratulations, some encouragement, kind of a, hey, that a boy, job well done. And that is in, in, involving some very good choices. I see, Well, let me take that step back. From a broad sense, it looks like a good choice. It could still be a poor choice, and I'll explain what I mean by that. But overall, though, good job. Very well done, and it's encouraging to see. It's very, uh, it's hopeful, and I think it goes to show that a certain generation that seems to always get kind of beat upon with a shovel is showing, you know, we're not maybe as lazy or not as you know, forward looking as what a lot of people, you know, give us credit for. And without, you know, beating around the bush anymore, I just want to hop into it. And there is an article that just came out a couple of days ago on CNBC. Title of the article, Young Investors Pile Into Stocks Seeing, quote, Generational Buying Moment Instead of Risk. And that that's great. In other words, people are investing, right? That's what an investor is. An investor is actually investing their money. And what does investing your money mean? Well, it, it means you have money. And what does it mean when you have money? Well, it means, of course, you've made some money, but more importantly, more importantly, it means you have actually saved some money. So saving, very hard to do, especially when you're competing against Netflix and Disney Plus and the newest iPhone and that very, very tasty cup of coffee from Starbucks that costs $30 and all these other desires, all these other distractions, it's great to see that young people are becoming investors. And once again, you can't become an investor unless you have money. You can't have money unless you make money. And you can't have money to invest unless you actually save some of the money you've made. So from that in and of itself, that's awesome. Great job. The other thing that's very, very encouraging, people are looking into the future. People are thinking, you know, if, if I invest some money right now, then down the line, it'll become more money. Historically speaking, mathematically speaking, in the sense of compounding interest, things will grow. Now, there, I'm not gonna go into the, all the nooks and crannies of, of it, but I, I will say, make sure, and hopefully these people are diversifying. Uh, I do realize that the statistics, just because somebody opens an online brokerage, uh, and an online brokerage, if you're not familiar, is just a way to buy stocks, but if somebody's opening an online brokerage and then throwing all their money in one single stock, okay, at that point, that's not investing, that's just straight up gambling because if you put all your eggs in one basket, as the proverbial saying goes, that's just terrible risk management and that's, uh, like I said, that's not investing, that's just straight up gambling. But assuming these people are, and I'm assuming the most, the majority of them, you know, they're, they're buying several stocks or in other words, they're diversifying. And that's great. That is setting themselves up for the future. And this is important because, you know, you always hear about, well, you know, this is a problem or this is going to be a problem. And, and you know, it's, it's nothing new, but the only way you're ever going to actually solve the problem and the biggest problem out there are, you know, entitlement programs, right? You have Social Security, you have all these entitlement programs that are bankrupting the country. So how do you maybe potentially, hopefully at some point, shrink all those entitlement programs? Well, you have people become self-sufficient in retirement. And how do you become self-sufficient in retirement? Well, you, you invest, you save up money, you let that money grow in your younger years. So then when you get older and near retirement, you have a nice little chunk of cash sitting there. 
And if you do it the right way, that chunk of cash is actually gonna continue to generate more cash via what are called dividends and there's other strategies. But point being, that's how you get rid of a lot of these problems where you have people that, you know, they want their, their social security and rightfully so, but at some point something's gotta give because the, the writing is on the wall, the math is on the wall. I mean, the, the data, the facts are on the wall, social security bankrupt, and it's just one big Ponzi scheme at this point. So for me personally, I don't plan on ever getting a dime of social security. I, I don't think that's gonna happen. And in my financial you know, uh, planning, as far as what I expect, I, I'm not factoring in uh, you know, social security at all, despite all the money that I'm currently pouring into it, but whatever, it is what it is. And I would encourage you to do the same. I would, if, if you are, let's see how I'm, I'm 36. So let me, if you're 40 or below, I definitely would not plan maybe even 45 or below. If you're 45 or below, definitely 40. I, I, like I said, in my opinion, I would highly recommend not planning on having social security. So the question then becomes, okay, well, what can I do if that's not going to be around? Invest, save, build up money. Historically speaking, yes, right now it, it's pretty shaky out there, but historically speaking is the key phrase because if you look at the history of the markets, yeah, there, there's some crazy periods. Yeah, there's some times where things drop. But just because things drop don't mean you actually lose money. Sure, values go down, but values can recover, and then therefore, you know, your, your money kind of quote-unquote comes back, and that's what the historical trend is. Now, once more, and I mentioned this at the start, this does all assume that people aren't being stupid about it. So, I mean, if you're going out there and investing into one stock, as I already talked about, well, that's just gambling. If you're throwing your money into highly speculative companies, Okay, that's again, pretty much just gambling. Now, if you wanna take some high risk in, with a portion of your portfolio, fine. If it's a small portion, then it is what it is. But if you're just out there, no, I'm gonna sign up for a, an account so I can throw all my money in some biotech or some sort of, like I said, highly, highly speculative, highly, highly risky stock. I mean, yeah, sure, with high risk comes high reward, but I mean, your money could also just disappear and you're gonna be you know, wandering around in retirement age, what happened to all that money? I was I was saving it. Well, yeah, but if you're saving it, putting it into the garbage stocks, it, odds are it's probably not gonna be there. But assuming you do have a plan of action and assuming you do have you know a, a strategy in place that, uh, that that's gonna allow you to grow your money, then that's what you want. That's awesome. And it's good to see that a lot of people are growing. And I'm not gonna go through the whole article, uh, but overall the bullet points from it, are that the major online brokers, again, online brokers are just uh, the, the means, at, the tool that you would use to buy a stock, but the online, or the major online brokers, Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade. So if you're saying, well, I don't know, what are these, what, who are these online brokers? Well, here you go. Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, and Robinhood saw new accounts spike in the first quarter when stocks experienced a dismal route and subsequent rebound, which is great. I'm glad to see that although the media, although it seems like everybody, literally everybody around the world, negativity, fear, everybody trying to cause panic, yet there are people out there saying, you know what, you know what, maybe not, don't be so dramatic, news. Oh, wow, all this news, all this negativity, the markets are, are dropping quite a bit. Wow, these stocks are dropping a, a lot. And instead of you know curling up in a little ball and sucking their thumb, they went out there, they created some online brokers so that they could buy stocks. That's awesome. Once again, hopefully they were doing this in a, a, a smart way and not uh, loading, you know, loading up on very, very uh, risky things. But I'm glad that they didn't, you know, they, they weren't puppets to the media. I guess that's what I would wanna you know, 
get at here at the core point, and I don't mean this towards any news outlet. I mean this towards all news outlets. I'm glad that people aren't becoming little puppets. I'm glad that people aren't like blind little sheep that just wander around, don't think for themselves, you know, and let other people pull the puppet strings. But they were still thinking for themselves and saying, you know, I'm younger. I believe that the U.S. economy will still be here. I believe that the country of the USA will still be here 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. So you know what? Instead of running around, freaking out, I'm, I'm going to go buy some stuff. And online, and I love the word spiked. They spiked. There was a surge in people that wanted to get involved during the exact time when there was so much negativity out there. So well done to those people. If you're maybe on the fence, should I or shouldn't you? Listen, according to the statistics, you're not alone. In fact, maybe you're a little late in doing it. But that's okay. Later is better than never. Definitely get involved. Uh, let's see. And then it's the next bullet point is the new accounts may represent new investors who sense a generational buying moment but do not have much background in the equity space. Well, yes, that I would agree with. And I think that's exactly what it represents is people getting involved in the market. And that's what you want. You want to see people get involved in the market. You want to see people saving because that's where it all starts with. I, you know, I started with this and I'll, and I'll end with this, but in order to become an investor, right, you need money to invest and you don't have money to invest unless you, you make money unless you, and then you have the critical skill, the critical discipline, because that's what it is. It's a discipline. You have to make the conscious choice to save some money, to not spend it on some sort of, you know, item or service that's like, okay, wow, yeah, this is awesome right now. But the problem is, well, right now that money is gone all of a sudden and you gotta go work to make more money. But the idea is eventually, you don't wanna have to work to make money. You just want money to show up and that's what's totally possible. A lot of people, I don't think they realize that passive income, that is how it works is you don't do anything. You literally are making money when you sleep. So you could lay in bed all day long, watch Netflix all day long, but yet, at the end of every day, at the end of every week, at the end of every month, you actually have more money. And that's the beautiful thing about positive, uh, or excuse me, not positive, well, positive cash flow, don't get me wrong, that's definitely a good thing too, but passive cash flow, I mean, that's really, really a crazy thing. When you can make money while you sleep, and you know, that is my goal, and hopefully that is your goal, because in retirement, that's the name of the game. You wanna be able to retire, yet still have money sitting there. And not only do you have, want, have, have money sitting there, if you do it right, that money will continue to create and pay you even more money. So good job to everybody. Hopefully you're doing it wise, but if, if you're on the fence, I don't know, should I get out there and do it, shouldn't I? Do it, do it, it's, it's a great time. Don't listen to the media, you know, and unless you think the, the USA is not, is, will no longer exist, well then you might want to avoid, but here's the thing, is if you avoid because you think the US, you know, will no longer exist as a country, so therefore the stock market will drop to zero, well then the money that you're holding on to right now, well, I mean, that'll be as good as toilet paper anyways, because that would then imply that that paper in your hand has become worthless too. Like who cares about the US dollar? Because the US doesn't exist anymore. So just, you know, keep that in mind. If you're really that scared, if you think it's gonna get that bad, well then what do you got to lose at that point? I mean, that, that money's gonna become worthless anyhow. And then a quick sales plug. If you are interested in the way I invest in the market, if you're interested in the way that I approach, uh, you know, my, my investing and my, you know, wealth in, in terms of growing it in the stock market, then I do offer a class at moneywithclay.com. It's just called Grow Rich. And that's ideas. Over time, you're going to grow rich. Over time being the key phrase. So this is not some sort of like get rich next week, get rich next month. You know what? In fact, it's not even a get rich next year or next decade. This is a multi-decade savings plan. It's a multi-decade 
investment strategy that has been proven to work. So it's not like I discovered anything. I just took what I feel most comfortable with, what makes the most sense from a, a mathematical and historic perspective. And I've just combined it in a step-by-step -step process so that you can do the exact same thing. And it's, it's really, it's not a matter of if you become a millionaire, it's just when you become a millionaire. Because again, if you look at the history of how the markets react, and then you factor in the math of compounding interest, then yeah, you can become a millionaire. Once more, it's not happening overnight. It's not happening in the next 10 years, but over time, things work out. Again, if the market goes to zero and we no longer exist as a, as a country, well then I guess it, that it won't work. But as of right now, historically speaking, with all the data we have over the decades upon decades upon decades of the stock market and how it's behaved over history, then yeah, you know, the plan that I'm using, like I said, I'm, I, I'm gonna have a million dollars in my retirement portfolio. You know, there's, there's no doubt about it. And it's just a matter of, you know, how many millions? And it can be the same for you. You just gotta have a plan, gotta make sure you're doing it the right way, right? I mean, you can go, quote unquote, become an investor, but if you're investing into really, really risky things, well, it, it may not be growing because you're investing and you're taking a lot of risk. But if you're interested, like I said, the class is Grow Rich, it's at moneywithclay.com. But either way, I commend all of you that are taking advantage. Well done, good job saving, it's very encouraging. And just keep it up, keep on saving, keep on staying involved in the markets and let that money grow and grow over time. And that way, when you get older, get near that retirement age, you're gonna have a very, very nice pot of cash sitting there. And if done right, that pot of cash is actually gonna continue to give you that passive income, which like I said, is the same as making money while you sleep. But good job, keep it up. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.